This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The greatest free agent in the history of Major League Baseball has not yet made his decision, or maybe he has, and we won't know about it until he's good and ready. We do know this. He doesn't want any information out there. Shohei Otani, who could be a $500 million pitcher. Hitter. Hitter first. Pitcher a year from now. Elliot Johnson. I mean, in my mind, same price. Joining us on the Adam Gold Show. Um, what do you make of the Shohei Otani uh, lack of information? And is it problematic for Major League Baseball, as some people are suggesting? Um, so it's, it's the people that have the microphone that have the problem with it, Adam. So I, I can appreciate your, uh, disposition on this. So the writers are kind of upset and, you know, probably major league baseball is a little upset. Now, don't get me wrong right. from a, I would say what the NFL really does a great job of is controlling how information comes out that's negative and how information comes out that's positive. So it would definitively have been more beneficial to kick off Nashville, the winter meetings, the hostel, right. the generation of interest for the game that it kicks off with Shohei Otani going, say, Sunday night or Monday, you know. But here we are. He's allowed as an individual to handle his business sure. how he sees it. And he's chosen to go this route because of his value system. So everyone needs to kind of chill out, relax, realize that he wants to do this right and he wants to do it on his terms. And it is 100% his right to do it that way. So if they want to speed things up, then maybe they need to change the rules. But um, I would say that he's 100% allowed to do it the way he wants to. All signs point to L.A. for all the Dodgers fans out Mm -hmm. there. The only thing that changes that is Dave Roberts shooting himself in the foot and (laughs) telling everyone that he met with them. If that's indeed the case that he spins and goes to, say, the Giants as a result, well, then Dave Roberts should be fired. Um, (laughs) that they could have had an Otani jersey now going to not only a different team, but an in-division competitor. Uh, and, and their absolute chief rival. Uh, Elliot Johnson is joining us here. First of all, I had not even thought, not for a single second, hadn't even thought about Otani's free agency. Look, I know there's a bunch of teams that are interested. I know that he, because I think his preference is to stay on the West Coast, really does limit the choices that he's got, probably to San Francisco and Los Angeles, maybe not in that order. But I wouldn't rule out completely him staying with the Angels, and I wouldn't rule out maybe even Seattle uh, with their history with Ichiro, because I think that probably matters a little bit here. Um, But I was reading, uh, you know, browsing the web, trying to find stuff to talk about, and, like, it did occur to me that it's in some ways a major league baseball problem because other leagues own the off season, their off seasons. The national football league is, I mean, they only play for four months for crying out loud. They play September, October, November, December, January is the playoffs. They got a super bowl. It's like 20 weeks. Baseball's <laughs> like half the year. And, the NFL owns their offseason, and everybody is, I mean, you could talk about the NFL in freaking July, um, June, when nothing is going on. But even the NBA has a robust offseason, you know, level of conversation. Major League Baseball doesn't have that anymore. 
Um, and I think that's where people are getting at is that the Otani uh, courtship could be so much more uh, attention grabbing, uh, and it's not. I don't know that. The, it, I, I think you're right. It's his right, and I don't know that it's a fixable problem for baseball. Well, you can change the rules. I mean, you can make the free agency window different. Uh, you can find you can find a way. I, uh, let me put it that way. There would definitively be ways to make it happen. Major League Baseball, for the most part, controls the ways that, that the CBA gets written up. Right. Um, they actually even have a rule where if they present it in year one, if the players don't like it, they have a right to find a way to implement it in year <laughs> two, with or without their. Uh, uh, Who signed you know, that? <laughs> So the, the Major League Baseball, this is a Major League Baseball problem. This is a Rob Manfred problem. Yeah, well. If they want it solved, they will, Adam. I can promise you that. And, you know, we're, we're it, relative to the other sports, I think we just do a poor job of marketing yeah. things like this. I mean, we're, we're basically talking about, you know, this generation's Joe Montana or Tom Brady, and it's not even really necessarily something that's getting celebrated the way that it possibly should. I mean, he's, the, he, he's arguably the greatest player that we have ever seen because he he checks every single box, assuming he can come back and pitch. He checks every single box, and I will argue forever, and I've had conversations with baseball writers about this, I think every single team in Major League Baseball can afford to sign him because, he's fr- to me, he's free. He pays for himself, and he probably helps you turn a profit with whatever you pay him based on the amount of money that he will generate just in jersey sales, I mean, you're gonna if you paid him sixty million dollars a year, I think you make that back just in merchandising right away. So but I below narrative that there's small market right. that not sustainable. You and I are on the same page here uh, with that. I think it's it's all a game. Um, yep. I, I think uh, the the markets like Baltimore and Pittsburgh and Cincinnati uh, they're scamming their fans. Um, let me uh, let me just fold this into uh, the 25-year-old uh, pitching sensation from Japan, Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who is, I don't know, maybe the Dodgers are the front runner there, uh, and they're not going to get Otani, and they're going to get this kid. He's 25 years old, and apparently the asking price is $30 million a year. So where are we with this? I know Steve Cohen, Mets owner, flew to Japan to meet with him, uh, they have their own Japanese pitcher, uh, Kodai Senga, who is second in the National League uh, Rookie of the Year voting, even though he's in his 30s, which is kind of weird, but uh, he's a rookie. Um, what are your thoughts on this kid and how good he can possibly be? So his market's been a lot more robust, I think, than people anticipated. So um, I think the Red Sox are the favorite to get him right now. Uh, that could change at any moment. But the bidding has intensified a lot. I, I think everybody's kind of waiting slowly but surely for Shohei to go. Um, and then, you know, there's that domino effect. Yeah. I say, and, you know, a player that we're going to talk about later, hopefully, is uh, Soto got yeah. moved. To the- we are. So, <laughs> you know, we got Shohei needs to go for the other things. And I remember, you know, this time last year, everybody was waiting for Aaron Judge to go. Um, and, you know, and I, and I was in Nashville for a couple of days at the winter meetings, Adam. So, you know, everybody's kind of, in a hurry up and wait kind of a plan where everybody knows Shohei's going to take his time. And so it was kind of an interesting dynamic to be there where people are wanting to get things done, but mm-hmm. we all, everybody knows that we're waiting for the, the most important, you know, story of the, uh, 
of the winter meetings and of the off season to get done first so that other things can kind of go. So things are happening here and there, but everyone knows that that's the most important one. And then things will start to open up after that gets done. All right, let's get to Juan Soto. The Yankees got him for a few minor league pitchers and maybe those minor league pitchers will turn out to be really good. Uh, the math doesn't work out. The probability of prospects becoming impact players is low. I remember when the Mets traded a whole bunch of big prospects to the Mariners for Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz and Jared Kalenic, who was the big prospect in that deal, although there were other prospects. Um, he's been good, but certainly not great, certainly not high impact. So it's always good business, I think, to trade prospects for uh, established players. And Juan Soto is about as established as you get. He's 25 years old. He's one of the best hitters. He's a good outfielder. I don't know if I would call him a great outfielder, but he's a good outfielder. Not going to hurt you. Uh, but he's just an unbelievable player, and he's 25, and he's left-handed, so he is going. he should crush in Yankee Stadium. How do you sum this deal up? Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Well, he's the Yankees are only guaranteed one year. What they're hoping right. for is that they... He's a Yankees guy. Um, they show him what it's like. They create a familiarity. They get to negotiate him, negotiate with him for a year. He's not gonna, he's not gonna sign a an extension while he's there for all the Yankees fans. I mean, I, I would be very surprised. Um, he's gonna go to free agency, and then the Yankees can have the opportunity to create that familiarity and that relationship mm -hmm. with him. They can hopefully keep him for. He'll probably get a twelve-year, five hundred and fifty, maybe. He's he's. Un He's a generational talent. Yeah. Controls the strike well. He makes everyone around him better in so many different ways. He tires the, the other uh, the other side's pitching staff. Um, I would love to hit around him. Um, he would be an incredible teammate to have in any lineup, Adam. So not only did they get him, um, uh, but they also got Grisham, Trent Grisham, which is an interesting add. So they've got Verdugo, they've got Grisham, they've got Soto, they've got options. Judge is going to move to center. Um, they've got really good uh, lineup. Now, the guys that they gave up, we'll see what they end up becoming. But really, it was a big deal. The, the reason why the Padres had to offload all these guys is because they're hurting financially. Mm -hmm. That kind of damaged them with the trade market. But when, as it pertains to a talent like Soto, you're going to get premium talent in return. So we'll see if the Padres get anything um, here in the next few years. All right, final thing before we have to let Elliot Johnson go. Appreciate his time, as always, Durham Bulls legend, former Atlanta Brave. Uh, Kansas City Royal, Cleveland Guardian. I, I'm sure you kept all your Guardian uh, memorabilia and, of course, the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, the the Alex Verdugo deal between the Yankees and Red Sox, the rare trade where the Yankees and Red Sox actually do business together, uh, it was problematic for me from this standpoint. I'm reading the article, and this is not a quote, but it's they're, like, afraid of Verdugo going into free agency because he has one more year before it becomes – I think it's one more year before it becomes a free agent. And here's what I can't get. How much could Alex Verdugo possibly get in free agency 
that would scare the Boston Red Sox. If he's a good player and he's a starter, he's not he's not a killer offensive. He's a good player. And that's as far as it goes. How could right. the Red Sox possibly be afraid of what he might command in free agency? They either want him or they don't. Agreed. So they're not, Adam. So okay. uh, Alex Cora doesn't want him on the team anymore, so they sent him out. There you it's go. Awesome. Thank you. Let's Thank not you. make this complicated. Let's not, you know, wow, wow, you know, whatever it is. They, they, he doesn't get along with him. He doesn't like him. He's a great player. Okay. He really is. He's okay. a great player. He, he means well. Maybe he's off-putting with his personality style, but so be it. He's a good baseball player. The Yankees are glad that they have him. He's going to do well. Um, f- afraid of his free agency? I mean, you could make the argument, no disrespect to Hein Bloom, he's a friend of mine, but, I mean, being afraid of Mookie Betts' uh, free agency was a huge mistake. Um, although, I think that that was much more of a decision from ownership yeah. than it was GM, and they just caused him to fall on the sword as a result. So, there's okay. that as well. All right, yeah. The, the... Free agency in any way, shape, and form. But the one thing I'll say to you to go back to prospects hurting you, Ju- Junior Caminero that the Rays stole from the Guardians mm-hmm. in a trade is going to be one of the best players uh, in the big leagues for years to come here, Adam. So there are outliers where it does work out like that, and I think that that kid is going to be a star. Oh, no, it's 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 just a numbers game. Clearly, pros- some prospects become stars because almost everybody in the big leagues at some point was a top prospect. So it, it definitely does happen. But uh, if, I think you're in terms of percentages, you're always in good shape. If you can, if you can, especially if that star is young, like Soto. I mean, I don't think the the Yankees could have given up their top five prospects for uh, Juan Soto. I would still consider it a good deal. Uh, Elliot Johnson, you are my friend. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Pleasure as always, Adam. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.